0: You don't like your job. You don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. What condition my condition was in.
1: I woke up this morning with the sun down. Shining in.
0: Oh. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the f***ing money, head? Oh, it's, uh, oh, oh. It's down there somewhere. Let me take another look. I
1: found my mind in a brown paper bag. But then, 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Trip
0: on a cloud and fell eight miles high, high. I tore my mind on a jagged sky. Okay, you know, you guys aren't privy to all the news, so, uh, you know. That's what you, uh, that's what you pay me for. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Illinois Nazis.
1: I hate Illinois Nazis. Yeah, let's cut through the chase, okay? What are you guys selling?
0: I lost you $60,000. There is no one who wants to make that money back for you more than
2: I do.
3: There's just one thing, dude.
0: What's that? You have to use so many cuss words the f- are you talking about?
2: Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. I woke up this morning with the sun down.
3: Welcome well, well, to Stocks and Jacks. on tomorrow We have Greg Pappas on the board. Um, we got to get the S&P Futures here. I'm reading about... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz. I hope he's ready in a second. We have Mr. Kevin O'Neill with us, I assume. <clears throat> we have to quiz Greg here. This one when he hates to be quizzed right early in the morning. S&P Futures down 7. NASDAQ Futures down 87. We're down more, but we're coming back a little bit here. Um... Kevin, how are you? Good
4: morning. I'm doing
3: great. Uh, we're doing all right here. Now the question is, is is our man Greg ready to impart the world with his knowledge here uh, regarding? Here's a. I wasn't aware of this. Um, that's all right. That's why it's good. It's too good early. for you. Uh, th- there's a lady here, Lee. I don't know if the, this is a lady or a guy. Lee Ying Shan. See now. You'd be all over these these things if you could do stuff like this, Greg. Commodity markets are in a super squeeze. And higher prices could be here to stay. geolytic Super plin- squeeze. Super squeeze. What, what, what's she looking at? I, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm asking for your informed opinion on this, and Kevin can certainly opine in. A commodity super squeeze is denoted by higher prices driven by supply constraints more than a robust, robust growth in demand, according to HSBC's chief economist, chief, everybody's a chief these days or something, including me, uh, economist Paul Bayeksham. Geopolitical risks risk include the ongoing Israeli-Hamas conflict in Gaza, Ukraine war, which have hampered global trade, as seen in shipping disruptions from the recent Houthi attacks on the Red Sea. Another reason is climate change which disrupts supply chains as well as commodity supply, especially in the agricultural space. Now before I head to my uh, PTI Pro Direct account over at IB and start buying every bushel of soybeans and everything else I can find, wheat, rice, beans, you name it. uh, Oh, I guess we gotta throw some metals in there. Um, Do you wanna stop me from doing that or what?
5: Um, I mean, I would avoid articles that don't put numbers on things in that there are indexes and and different prices that are out there that are pretty obvious for everyone to check and if they don't include any of those you know you can just without even reading any more, you can just toss them out so given there's no price or no increase or no nominal number that they're referencing um, you know garbage
3: is that another way of saying don't let the facts get in the way of a good story
5: I think it's easy to present a narrative. It's hard to maybe support a thesis. But if you take a look at, um, I don't know, you know, input prices, copper, uh, oil, or if you look at one of the indexes, call it like GSG or or something like a iShares uh, commodity index, you you look to verify whatever they're talking about, even if the index is you know uh, not weighted correctly or in your opinion or, or whatever. At least you should have some number that somebody could verify. But no, if if it's one journalist opinion, then you can without even they're not CNBC. They're not just one journalist. Without wasting brain power, you just dismiss
3: it. Well, what uh,
4: CNBC is one journalist. Ah, uh-huh. if you
5: get if you
3: one
4: get collective get, journalist.
3: Yes,
5: if you get uh, use it as a contraindicator, then you know then. then uh, without any numbers, you can usually say that it's probably BS. So whether or not you... So. Well,
3: how do you... Having said that, and, and Kevin, you can certainly ask the question here. How do you, how do you know if there's not going to be... I mean, I don't know, it's been raining <laughs> rain like stink here for five days. I don't know if it's good for... I don't know if that means the whole state or whatever... Because we also know when you trade beans, if it rains on LaSalle Street, the bean, bean prices go down, right? Even though it may not be raining anywhere, any farm anywhere. Um, do you think there is a chance of... Commodities have been relatively calm the last few years. Do you think there's any kind of a chance of a, of a breakout year for beans or corn where they're all up 10, 15, 20? I'm not talking about doubling or anything, but where, where somebody actually might want to be long corn or beans now.
5: Um, it's, it's a question of do you want to be short, because the skew is the other way. In our okay in our world so
3: currently it's the other way, that the risk seems to be to the downside
5: it's it's usually the farmers are scared of of the prices going down, but the world is scared of the prices going bananas well yeah. so so it's more expensive to buy calls, meaning the world is more scared of commodities going through the roof than they are going to zero because. So but that's a
3: phenomenon for commodities. The skew, if, if you look at an option trading for equities, and uh, matter of fact, Greg won't got long you before you look for f- the fear, right.
5: right? So on the fear side, you're if if anything uh, in equities, you the your retirement your 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 money is in usually long. So people are, are scared of the downside, meaning they'll pay more for insurance on the downside than they will insurance for upside. In commodities, people are the fear is to the upside because it's call it bad for bad for society if everything goes through the roof. You know, people can't eat, people can't heat heat their. It's it's the opposite way in commodities.
3: We also have. I mean, if if corn is five bucks, I don't know where to say it's say it's four fifty. It really can't go below uh, two and a quarter. But it, but it can go to twenty <laughs> if something happens, right?
5: Right. So when this lady says commodities have gone, I don't know what what she's saying, but or he or whoever is saying commodities are
3: super a, squeeze, super, super squeeze.
5: Um, if you look at crude oil, I don't know where was it like five years ago? It's probably sixty or seventy bucks. Yeah. It's, hasn't gone anywhere. That's not a squeeze. Actually, it's
3: gone down since the dollar's gone the other way, right?
5: Yeah, that's not a squeeze. I mean, um, <laughs> how was there any other...
3: Any no, other it's uh, just... I something mean, I, I, mean, I was, was looking at... Is, was there some sort of a, a prediction that somehow or another weather all around the world this winter or something is going to... But all of a sudden, it's going to really impact agricultural stuff and i don't i don't necessarily i don't see that but you're closer to it than me anyway it's, yeah they're all different yeah I mean, they're all different you, so you need to oh
4: uh, I. and just to put a bow on the conversation i do think fear to the upside would be a good name for a rock band
3: oh yeah wait a minute i'm looking at our, our ib platform here how about for uh, what's this uh, kevin o'neill guy just bought a million shares of beans Is that you kevin uh
4: yeah uh, a million uh, bushels of beans sorry yeah, uh, ba- baked beans. I- I'm going with the musical fruit. I will be insufferable for about the next 13 years.
3: <laughs> I, I, I I knew a guy who used to go position limit on everything whenever he had an opinion. Whenever nobody wanted any beans, he went position limits. Used to be what three million bushels. He was the always
5: exchange. Three... Bumps it up and down depending on.
3: Well, this is this is before I was even a trader, so this had to be 40 years ago. I had interviewed with this guy, and he was a character boy um he was uh he was the 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 uh c and c and d commodities remember those guys
5: yeah rich dennis and larry- yeah. K-
3: Larry Carroll. this is larry Carroll. C, I don't and
5: c and d had uh their own way of of measuring what was <laughs> sold and squeezed and yeah everything and they would actually pyramid into positions and if some if something was going their way they would buy more yeah so
3: he was he was a guy, he he worked in the finance department, accounting department of United Airlines with my cousin. And then he decided, I, I'm gonna hell with this. I'm gonna be an entrepreneur.
5: Was he one of the turtles?
3: No, he he, he opened up a pizza, ju- a pizza joint. Pizza joints. pizza joint went under. Then he opened up a dry cleaner, and the dry cleaner went under. And he met Rich Dennis, and they bought some old mom and pop commodity brokerage firm on the Mid America Commodity Exchange. Remember them?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They were uh, if you wanted to buy the small the smallest uh, bush, uh, amount of bushels you could buy in, a, in the board of trade before they were to the CME was five thousand bushels, but you could buy one thousand on the Mid America, right? Right, great. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they and would Eventually,
5: then, I think the exchange the they c- bought them, CBOT yeah. took over Mid America. Yeah, they
3: take over everything. It's like well, the little We took over the Midwest and then you know whatever. But they uh, and he ended up they. they <laughs> They went from like a hundred thousand to a million dollars the first year in commissions, when they bought this little mom and pop place because they retired, and the rest was they became huge. And uh, nicest guy, you know, whatever. I hope he's still Th- with those us. Those are
5: some interesting books. If you read about what they did, uh, I think a couple people have profiled their system, and and it was more a risk management thing, anything rather than. Yeah, uh,
3: you know, Larry. Larry, he was. He was. If he had a hunch, he would bet a bunch. Yeah. It was a. And and he looks like and <laughs> those guys
5: are originally, if you ever saw trading places, you know something like that, where the, the two guys up on top were not settling Oops. a bet, but oh, yeah. there was a question of which is trading innate or is it, um, is it taught, and they did it with like twenty people or something,
3: and they found it's it. uh it it depends, Kevin. The hardest part. I don't know. How we got on the subject, but uh. The hardest part about trading is every every area is totally different. Every every crowd is was different because all stocks traded differently. The the the, the difference between a uh, a treasury a treasury bond trader and an OEX trader a lot of it was night, was was like night and day. Because in the bond pit every the entire pit had the same market. Right, Greg? The entire pit is one pit is one bit at two. Until somebody goes too bitter or at one, where the and that was it. There was one. There's one product. Well, you had different months. So some guys would trade the out months versus the near months. They trade the spread. But those, there weren't very many of those guys. Basically, the biggest, toughest people with the biggest balls basically stood right next to the brokers and they took down whatever the brokers had. The brokers always fed them, but feeding them is not necessarily. They could be feeding the arsenic too, right? Right, Greg. But you in the OEX pit. There were all kinds of different options, all kinds of different months. Some people did calls. Some people have the money. Some people wanted the broker flow. Some people didn't. It was a whole different smattering of characters, and everybody could fit their own personality into the into the mix. So, but the but the guys in the in the the bond option pit basically were the big, the biggest guys, the strongest guys. You couldn't shove them out of the way, and they were they were they had you know, coyunes, as they used to say. Uh, it's a whole different world, right? 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 It was not. And options were more surgical because the the difference is the the commodity the bond market was the primary market option market was the sep- secondary market so if somebody bought two hundred calls from you at 50, fifty delta, you'd immediately pick up the phone or hand signal your stock clerk and say, buy me ten thousand shares of stock because the primary market was in new york but if you took if somebody hits you up with twenty five bonds there's no place to go, right, You you've you just got your twenty five bonds and hope you better hope it goes your way. Totally totally different world than uh well there were there were orders in the pit. So if you buy some at at, at a at a thirty second or two thirty seconds or sixteenth, there might be a big bid around near you at what a thirty second, so you could turn around and slam them and kind of mitigate your loss. But if that bid disappeared, uh you were you're were toast, right? All of a sudden the whole world changed, the market. That's why you know, you see people run around Mercedes with the uh, license plates limit up because all of a sudden you were long, and you came in and you couldn't do anything except make money. Anyway, Kevin, it's a, a trip down memory lane. Uh, down
4: memory lane, yeah. We probably just lost half our listenership in the well, process. <laughs> some,
3: some people are actually fairly interested in, in how trading actually works. I mean, whenever I used to uh, have a big group and, and would, would tell, you know, 10 minutes of a floor story, that was probably the part of the, the lecture they remember the most. Because it's 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 a it's a different world, different people. It was it was true America. I mean, talk about. I'm with
4: you. It, 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 you know, generally, because I I do this stuff in the classroom all the time. It's okay. Let me give you the background. But hack, I, I I had someone you know when we were doing contracts in business law last fall. He said I'd like to know more about these smart contracts, and I said, well, uh, you know, because it's it's now they're starting to get mentioned in the in the world. And I said, okay, I'll I'll do it for you next. Uh, Next class, but we're going to spend the first half hour talking about how cryptocurrencies work, what smart contracts are—you know, all of this kind of stuff that uh, that you know requires a very, very lengthy explanation so that people know what the hell I'm talking about.
3: Um, I would agree. Hey, uh, I just—I don't know if you remember. Probably it's more of a a Jan Flanagan question or Lou. Um, You know, as we go through this, this. well, I guess on one side there is no primary thing with the Democratic side and the, and the Republican side people seem to want it to be over pretty soon. Um, Kevin, wh- when did that all start? I mean, uh, there, there were, <coughs> I mean, obviously 68 was a long time ago and Bobby Kennedy just didn't like the way it was going and basically jumped in in the middle. Not only did people like not done that in a long time or anybody done that in a long time, I don't think the party's schedule really allows that to happen. Do you? I mean,
4: uh, I I think it's difficult. Remember, Giuliani tried to do that.
3: Yeah,
4: you know, he tried to hold off and jump in later, and uh, and 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 by then he had no traction. So it it really is, um, you know. I it appears I haven't really given it a lot of thought about you know people jumping in late, but um, but it really is about. you know, building up some name recognition and, and so on, it will be interesting because that could very you know that could very easily happen on the Democratic side, um, where somebody gets in late or, uh, you know, I, what if, how, how many times have I said on here that if the uh, once the Democrats decide that uh, Biden's likely to lose, uh, and and I don't think they're quite there yet, although they're very nervous about it, but once they decide that Biden's likely to lose. All of the revelations about the family business dealings will come from the the left, not from the right.
3: Well, what, what
4: then? The floodgates will be open.
3: Well, technically, what would stop somebody who has a, a national name? And I, you know, I'm not saying I'm for these people or not. I'm just, I'm just opening up the topic. What happens if we're three, four months down the road and it's, you you know, and I'm not predicting this, but all of a sudden nobody's even seen Biden for like a month or six weeks and all you hear about is he's in Camp David or he's just in the whatever the hell you he happen to be. And almost s- most of the time. Okay, so first of all, um if I was a president, that's right I'd be in the weekend too, but hopefully I'd be doing some work. Uh, I, I so,
4: suspect he's he's getting uh treatments to uh to energize him for the week. You know, I don't you know, you
3: know the guy the guy is is not that old, Kevin, and, and he and he looks in mean he's not heavy, he's not a smoker. I mean why we all age
4: the same way, Tom. That's true you know every everybody ages a little differently it isn't a matter of his age per se it's a matter of his cognitive cognitive abilities do you i mean you know certainly i can't go from first to third on a single nowadays but that's not even the issue <laughs> the issue is um you know do, do you find yourself uh uh not remembering things sometimes having you know what i would refer to as a senior moment what bob golden used to call some timers disease
3: um yeah, but you know it's not.
4: It, it, it's, I mean, a small,
3: I, oh, it's a small a,
5: thing, but it
4: matters. I'll answer a personal it, question. I know it happens I, to me. You know, I, I was walking out of the basketball arena last night, and and I do this all the time. I used to go down those stairs like like it was nothing. Now I I, I don't go slowly. I'm not creeping down the stairs, but I do keep my hand on the rail because oh, sure. I know oh. I'm closing in on seventy years old, and and the uh, uh, you know my balance isn't what it once was. So those are those are things that are age related, but I, I really don't feel like you know like I'm losing my fastball in terms of uh, um, you know cognitive ability. But there are people at this age who you know
3: who, who do, do yeah. It. The only time I, I mean, have certainly a
4: certainly uh, so at <coughs> eighty they do. The only he time, he, time I have a a senior mo- older when he takes he's going to be um, uh, older taking office the next time if he if he wins. Than Reagan was when he left office.
3: Yeah, yeah, I I get it. I'm saying, but for me, I only notice if I'm if I'm really concentrating on what I want to talk around in the in the show in the morning. I got to make sure I check I have my cell phone. <laughs> when you're thinking about something else, you're liable to forget something. Other than that, I I don't really have an issue. I don't. I mean, in fact, I I feel better with the stuff I learned from the show and from the listeners and everybody I feel more mentally alive than I ever have. Now the yeah, rest of me, in,
4: in in many ways, I mean, and, and there really is, you know, there is genuine value to a, a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of experience. So you know, that's part of the equation too. Um, well, I guess so, we're, we're, yeah, we're, it's, we're... It's, it's all there, but you can see. I mean, uh, did you see the clips of, of Biden in Wisconsin? I think it was the day before yesterday. He, he might as well have been speaking in tongues.
3: Well, I guess what, what I
4: made no sense whatsoever. That's just translating the speech. You know that from. Yeah, uh, you know that that speech can be impaired from people who've had strokes. Uh, you know, we both know people who've had strokes, and you know, and you get speech impairment. It doesn't mean that they've totally lost it or don't know what's going on around them, but uh, but it, but sometimes it's that too.
3: All right, so my, I guess my my original question—I don't know the answer. But maybe John's listening or something, but I uh, suppose so pick either one. I mean, I I, I think that. Cognitively, Trump's probably better than than Biden right now. I bet, but that boy—that's a medical opinion I shouldn't be given. But um, but but Trump is is perfectly capable of saying something so stupid that even his his reporters is supporters might say he, he's he's he, even he's losing it. But my my question is, I don't even know when the Illinois primary is. Say it's in May, and if it looks like uh, Biden's really losing it. There's, there's still a bazillion delegates, not a bazillion, but there's a lot of delegates up in the air. Could could have a Gavin Newsom, a Jay Pritzker, God knows who? I mean, I just pick a name, and I I only I hate it when people do that. They pick somebody that nobody, somebody knows just just because you know them. They make it, you want them to be president. Can they just say no? I'm I'm going to be in the Illinois primary, you know, just like Bobby Kennedy did in California. And all of a sudden, you you pick up, you know, how many delegates delegates in Illinois? You say 35, and then you say, okay, I, I won this one. Now I'm gonna. try Ohio. It's next week, and you win that one. I mean, can it, is it even possible to do that? Is my question. Well, w-
4: with a late start, it is. Pro- it, it may be possible to accumulate enough delegates to keep a first ballot, uh, prevent a first ballot uh, nomination.
3: Right, but if you won the last the last ten, all you have to really do. I mean, I would. I would think that all you would have to do is prevent a first ballot, and they're going to say, look, <laughs> there is the momentum. yeah, uh, yeah. I I would think
4: certainly this year. Yeah, I I fully agree with you that if 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 they undermine the first ballot uh, nomination this time around, there there won't be a third. Yeah, I mean even but but they look Tom. They they pick it. Think back to the last time around, um, and going into South Carolina, there were all these candidates. Buttigieg was in there. um, uh, uh, Klobuchar was you know all these people, and they all. Magically dropped out because everybody got a promise of something. I, I know this from because I know people who were locally here who were involved in Judge's campaign. He was promised a cabinet position and he got one, and he sucks at it. Uh,
3: because, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, but uh, I, I, but,
4: but the, the point being that once the whoever you know the people who control the party, and I'm sure that's you know in the Democrat side that includes Pelosi, that includes. bunch of Obama people and and so on. Once they decide who who they do or who who they don't want, it's pretty much over. And, you know, in that case, they were concerned, uh, four years ago, they were concerned about Bernie Sanders, because they thought, no way is America going to vote for Bernie Sanders. You might get the, you know, the the primaries are controlled by the more extreme wings of the party, so uh, Sanders had a chance. And so they had to get it down to Biden and Sanders and and uh, try to sell Biden as the moderate, which he has not proven to be. But they, they tried to sell him as the moderate, and, uh, and it worked. Um, and, you know, it, it worked for them really well. That, so I, I think the decisions have been made. I just think there's a lot of nervous people in the Democratic Party now thinking, you know, I don't know if Biden's going to make it, and then they have another problem. I mean, this this would be a, a fun exercise for you, um, if look if it's not Biden, it would be pretty easy to say, okay, well, we have to consider the vice president because okay, they're not going to do because, that because they're very they're, they won't do it, but they're very very tied into the to identity politics. So, uh, so you, you, are you going to you know how are you going to kick the black woman to the curb? Um, are they they definitely can't do that as a VP candidate can they
3: I think they're going to
4: Do you think they're going to kick her to the curb yes. and run Biden with somebody else
3: Yeah cuz no 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 absolutely nobody wants her as president even half the democrats And,
4: and nobody believes that the uh, um that the um uh that the president's going to make another 4 years
3: Well it's the same thing that happened with uh I don't remember his name the guy that they that was Roosevelt's VP for Three terms, and when they knew he wasn't going to make the fourth term, they said, "We don't want that guy as president." They put Truman in. Yeah, but I mean, it's not—it's not like it hadn't happened before.
4: Yeah, I, I understand. So you know, but then they have a big constituency. Are they going to put Gavin Newsom in there because they think he'd be a better president? Are they going to—are they really going to kick a, a black woman to the curb in favor of a white man?
3: You—you—you uh, you, you probably could find easily a way more talented and harder working black woman.
4: Uh, yeah, you probably can.
3: Odds are Michelle Obama. Um, but but, is gonna but who's denied. that going to be? <laughs> Greg's talking about Michelle Obama. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But, but I mean, it, this this could happen sort of on... I mean, I, whenever you try and do something... we got to go to break here. Whenever you, you try and do something, what is it, no man can do one thing, the parties would rather not have, and I can understand why this is, they would rather not have some really contentious six-month knockdown drag-out fight.
4: But yeah, they don't want a food in, fight
3: in, in the in the primary. Uh, because all you're doing is you're you're, you're lobbing basically crap with the guy that a month later you're going to say is perfect, right? <laughs> or, or, or girl? Yeah, we yeah. saw
4: that with you know with DeSantis. He dropped right. out. He endorsed Trump. and Trump said, "Okay, we'll retire Ron De DeSantimo- sanctimonious. I'm happy to have him on board." Yeah. So I told you. That's why I told you yesterday. Trump is so totally contrived. Um, you know that that all of that is intentional. Think about this while you're while we're on break, though. Um, Okay so we we know that there's this conundrum on the democrat side who should trump cuz he's older too so you never know i mean he's certainly more vulnerable to not making 4 years so if he were to win or uh, um you know or or just for the purposes of running who should he be considering for his vice presidential candidate
3: i think there's probably a little stronger bench on the republican side but i, but I don't really know the names as much as if he tries to get somebody like from Texas or something, yeah, I don't
4: know. He doesn't need Texas. I, I would not be surprised if he were to uh, uh, tap Elise Stefanik, but I don't know that that's really going to happen. I, you know, yeah.
3: Wilson. SP Futures down 3, NASA Futures down 55. Uh, markets looked a little tired, even though we've been up the last couple of days, but still, it doesn't look like there's any, any chance of going down. Every time something goes red, there's immediately a buyer. So I don't see us. Uh, plummeting down here. I mean, I think the, the the Fed's doing their part to prop it up, and uh, nobody wants it going down in election year. It's just the way the world is. We'll be right back. Stacks and Jacks.
0: How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds? Welcome to Luckbox. The control freaks guide to life, money, and probability. Luckbox shows you how to gauge the likelihood of success before you commit to an investment or any other decision. And Luckbox is free for one year at luckboxmagazine.com jocks. Luckbox is $7.99 on newsstands, but you can subscribe for 10 free digital issues at luckboxmagazine.com slash jocks. Don't rely on luck? Get Luckbox at luckboxmagazine.com slash jocks. Stocks, jocks,
2: stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Right here, right now, right here, right now, right now.
3: Hello and welcome back and Jacks. I'm Tom Al. Greg Pippis on the board. Uh, S&P futures are down 250. Again, they'll probably be up by the end of the show, which is but it's the momentum we have. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that's what we have. Uh, we have uh, the earnings stocks last night. Uh, Dow futures are down 20. Earnings stocks were uh, Verizon, not Verizon, Visa is down 731. It's 2.6%. But the big one, it kind of has turned the market down a little bit, allegedly. You never really know what's turning it down is Intel came out with some uh, bad forecast, and they're down 540, which is, eh, I'm going to say, uh, 12%, 11%. Now, that's a lot. And this, again, and this is, you know, I guess half the people don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But again, we're we we blow th- we're blowing through the straddle here. Last night, the straddle in Intel was $4, and we're down 550. That's It, just, it happened in IBM. IBM went three times through the straddle. Now, the straddle... The call and the put is is the market's best estimate, essentially, of the movement on the earnings. And I think if you went back, you know, 30 years, you'd find that because retail people really can't be shorted, that there might be a slight, slight skew to, to the the uh, straddle being a little more expensive and the winners being on the sell side. A slight, uh, but I. In the last year, and I do earnings plays, everybody knows who's listening to the show, I do a lot of earnings plays if I can. Um, I've never seen this, where we've constantly, the people on the long side, I think, are big winners in the last couple of years, and I've never seen that. And we've got this, the VIX is down to 13.67, which has been, it's not historically low, but for the last five years, it's pretty darn low. And yet... I th- I think the price of the possibilities of a move way bigger than that are right there. It's happening in all these individual stocks. Yet people think it can't happen in the market because it's sort of being propped up or something. I'd I'd be wary of that. I'd just be wary of that. I don't know Greg's opinion. But uh I I think the VIX is a little low here. And uh and, and just be careful with it. One man's opinion. Dax up fifty point three percent, FTSE up 100. hundred, one point three percent, round up one sixty six, two point three European markets higher following ECB decision than economic data. They're not going to fight inflation anymore either. So everybody, we're back to two, three years ago, and, uh, you know, we'll see how that lasts. Nikkei down 485, that's 1.4%. Hang Seng down 259, so back under 16,000. 15,952, Shanghai up four, call that flat. So we've got a little bit of bounce to the upside after the China government has announced, was it total great? $550 $550 billion dollars being poured into the market or something to help prop the market up. It's up a little bit, but not much. Uh, yesterday, Dow was up 242, S&P up 25, NASDAQ up 28. Uh, that happened a couple times, looked like we were ducking down, and then uh, we'd fly right back up. Uh, bonds unchanged, 4.12. The Bund unchanged, 2.29. Japan down three basis points at .72. Oil down 77 cents, but still higher than it has been, 76.59. I wouldn't exactly call it a squeeze, like the article we were talking about, but it's up from the 72, and it's been for quite a while. Brent down 58 cents, 81.85. Natural gas up 4 cents, 261. RBOB down 2 cents, 224. Uh, Gold, we have up 4 bucks, 2021, kind of looking like it wants to come back to 2050, but not really doing it. Silver up 6 cents, 22.99. Copper unchanged, 386. We have Bitcoin up, we're in a big bounce here, up 1,655 hours. Forty-one thousand four thirty-two, and we have the U.S. dollar uh, down against both the euro, back to one hundred eight seven, down a little bit. Uh, And a British pound back up to one twenty-seven four, kind of right in this range for really the last few weeks. Uh, Greg, what do you have for us? Traveling weather, sports.
5: Morning, everyone. Seven thirty-eight here in or six thirty-eight. Excuse me, here in Chicago, thirty-seven degrees right now, damp. Forty-one today, fog with occasional rain and drizzle. Forty-seven in Phoenix, sixty-seven today, uh, mostly sunny there traffic kennedy from montrose to the interchange is 11 minutes edens from lake cook 25 minutes ike from wolf 24 minutes 95th to the interchange on the ryan is 21 minutes and the inbound stevenson from 294 to the ryan is 27 minutes nhl coyotes lose that was in tampa three to six hawks lose at oilers that was zero to three bulls lose at lakers 132 141 tennis we got yannick sinner beats Djokovic. that was an upset so the 22 year old uh, advances to the finals and medvedev and zverev are playing right now actually um nfl falcons hire raheem morris and that's all i got for you so if they don't do any better how long
3: has he got two years and they fire him
5: well they fired him after i think the 2020 season he was interim head coach there for 11 games and now uh now they, they gave him the head coach job. So.
3: And to the next stop is Brad. Is yeah, they they
5: had I, I think four people got a second interview, and including Belichick, and they
3: went with Morris. So, is uh, Kevin is is the brand the Brad the uh, is the Van Pelt guy who's the defensive coordinator? He's got fired and had the line in my And is he the son of Brad Van Pelt? Do we have I Kevin?
4: Might be uh, Lucy Van Pelt's.
3: Well, you remember, remember, Brad was you a big know, star of Michigan State. You know Lucy
4: Van Pelt is, don't you?
3: Uh, why, why should I know that name? I,
4: from from the Peanuts comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
3: there you go. I'm going to say that the uh, Brad Van Pelt, when he was at Michigan State, and uh, Michigan State was not, not a great team that year, and the Irish were pretty good, went down to see the game, and I think the best defensive game I've ever seen anybody play in that stadium was by the kid's old man, if that's his old man. He must have had 25 tackles. He was the only guy who made a tackle. The Irish yeah, it's basically a Basically,
4: common name though, especially in the state of Michigan. So
3: yeah, well, he ended up uh, playing linebacker for uh, somebody for a, for a long time. And then I think he was coached someplace. But I think he, I think he ended up playing linebacker. He was a big safety, big guy. He was like, he was a he was like the guy in Tampa Bay that, that's that that's the general manager of 49ers. What's his name? Uh, John Lynch. Yeah, he's he a real big guy like John Lynch. And uh, I actually met his dad. John Lynch's dad. He was, he was a big shot in Catholic Family Radio. The old Ooh. man, the old man was huge. He played, I think he played guard or something for uh, Detroit. The guy's shoulders were so wide he had to like turn sideways to go through the door. He's Just a massive man. I mean, he, he's nowhere near as big as his old man, and he's a big guy. Anyway, Lynch uh, isn't that big. His mother's
4: it. genetics too, you know. Yeah. Lynch
3: is a free safety, wasn't he? But he's he was a big safety. He 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 could have been a linebacker, right, uh, Kevin?
4: Probably could have. I don't know that he was that big as much as he was just. I mean, he wasn't tiny either as as DBs go, but he was uh um, 6-2, he was a Big hitter. Two,
3: two, 25-ish,
4: two twenty five ish, something like that. Well, that's if, yeah. if
3: if you're not if you're not a lineman with a big gut, two twenty five at six two. If you're all muscles, a big man. You don't want to get yeah. hit. Well, get and, and you can you know speed.
4: you can you can also be uh, you know just kind of freaky uh, uh, athletically gifted, like Brian Erlacher was a. Safety in college,
3: yeah. Well, you got speed. He I mean, had a huge speed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he. So yeah. I, uh. You know, we we talk about what what's going on, and and I, I I skip around, I guess, on subjects, but to me they're they're always kind of the same, and how regular people are sort of falling behind in their ability to kind of do anything, buy a car, go to a hospital, whatever it is. And uh, I think one of the things we don't really ever mention, Kevin, is. Uh, the legal system has totally outpaced the cost of anybody to be in it, a regular person and I, when I look at this, I am, I am a zero fan of Rudy Giuliani I don't know what happened to that guy but uh, the idea that he needs millions of dollars to defend himself I mean, he's just when it comes right down to it, he's just a guy how the hell could it ever, should it ever cost you millions of dollars to defend yourself against your government, for God's sake
4: I mean, trump. Oh, and if you think about that and and you have the vice president out speaking this week saying she's so afraid that um, that if the trump administration if trump gets in that they will uh, weaponize the uh, Justice Department against political enemies jeez
3: yeah <laughs> you know
4: already happening
3: <laughs> yeah I uh but I'm saying I mean Trump
4: know the whole idea you're right you're, you're right if you if you have to spend millions just to defend yourself, especially, you know, if you're innocent... I mean, wasn't that the big thing with uh, uh, which one of the generals was it? Uh, uh, Flynn. You know, they 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 ran him out of money and then threatened to do the same to his son.
3: Well, uh, they, he, they did you know, that didn't. to a... As soon as you mention a name anywhere, over a cup of coffee, over a beer, over whatever it is, and you bring up the name Brad Bogoyevich, everybody ah, yeah, guys, bleep, bleep, bleep. Okay, I, I, I'm no fan, all right? I'm well, no fan. of yeah, he's
4: kind of a cartoon character. Okay,
3: I get it, but they basically ran the guy through all his, out of all his money the first time through, out of juror, decided they were going to try him again because it was a hung jury, and, and the second time he had no doubt. Didn't he have to either get donations of people or use a public defender? After they outed the out jur- of the that, jury? That's not my idea, but I mean, everybody, everybody knows my my opinion, of, of Trump camp is, is you know is is lower than a rattlesnake basically. Yet th- I don't think a rattlesnake I would I, I would be feel sorry for the rat- what's his legal bill forty five million dollars. The guy's a citizen. I mean even though I don't like him I, he, he's an American. How the hell can you can can, a, can, a, can a, your government run up a bill forty five million dollars? You're defending yourself. I mean what are we do what, what what about the little guy in any kind of a lawsuit? What, what are the chances of anybody unless you get some kind of a class Or some law firm looks for a big payday, the legal system is impossible for the regular person to negotiate, I think. And and it's just another one, just like hospitals have totally overpriced themselves, the legal system has to... Why doesn't anybody. And you know what, Kevin, at the root of the real, I won't say hatred, but my immense dislike of this election, and I'm I'm taking it out on both parties, I hope, probably evenly. Eh, Maybe I'm not so even, but I'm. Pretty close to trying to be even. The thing, the thing that has me so totally frosted, is that on this show, I'm going to say we talk about, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff. But I mean, there's probably four or five basic issues, you know, from the from the medical stuff to the to the, the money supply to the inflation stuff to uh, uh, things like uh, concentration issues, uh, antitrust, which is non-existent, all those kinds of things. I'm going to say because of the sniping between the two camps in this campaign for the, between now and November, not one thing that we talk about that we think is important will be addressed. Not one. And that's my real bitch about whatever this process has turned into yeah, being. When
4: you say addressed, do you mean discussed?
3: Dis- even discussed, yeah. Or, oh, uh,
4: They they will discuss <laughs> um, immigration. They absolutely okay,
3: will. Okay, immigration, because that, that is, that's somewhat of a hot-button issue. Matter of fact, I had somebody call a listener yesterday. I don't want one of those people anywhere near me. By the way, you're a second generation Irishman, you got here. So not one. No, not one. Yeah,
4: yeah. D- uh, don't don't care about the bigots and the those people, but um but on the other hand, I, I do care about what by any definition is an invasion.
3: Well, I uh, I do too. I do too. And and
4: and, and, and it's out of control and you, you know you have so many cities where it's completely out of control. You know how how's Chicago doing with it? How's New York doing? Well, with Chicago
3: it? is totally inept on everything. So
4: well, yeah.
3: Should should yeah, have, they are,
4: but they still have this flood of people. Okay,
3: well, right. let's well, we don't they, want to go into this too. Not deep, only but
4: are they incapable of taking care of them, I don't know that if they were running a capable government, would they would they be able to? handle Kevin, that? we're talking um,
3: about. A metropolitan area that used to be vibrant and had six and a half million people, we're talking forty thousand people. We used to have that many people get off the train from the south. I the understand
4: that, but they weren't all asking for government services. they weren't all in go go,
3: go go by the home depot by me and see everybody lined up to get it to get to get a labor job that day. They are asking for a job they're, I mean I'm not talking about everyone, but they're
4: not I, I, I understand, Tom, but when you first come to this country, you don't have skills and how do we you know even, you may not even speak the language and the first thing you need is a place to live and then you need you know you, need, I mean, you have a lot of needs right off the bat and and we are not capable My, I, of I, providing
3: I, that I think, without
4: a whole lot of excuse me without a whole lot of planning so yeah could can we absorb uh, a lot of people into this country um, on a planned basis yeah we could but can we just say well, kevin yeah, we had wave them on in and we have you know how many what like four million more people than we had and we with with no plan to deal with kevin
3: we can't we went through after nine eleven i i have two issues about this that i' i'm so strong on but of course nobody cares about it i mean i'm i'm too i'm so strong on, after nine eleven what happened in new york okay and we had Fortunately, unfortunately, it was unfortunate if you were the person. The the two buildings went down were essentially office towers. Okay, Uh, I guess there was a hotel too, but whatever. Um, Real bad thing, and super bad thing. People hurt, people killed, you name it, a a big mess. Um, We decided through various acts that we now wanted the capability in virtually every big city and maybe even a smaller town to deal with some sort of a disaster, be it man-made, be it not man-made, be it an earthquake, be it whatever it was, and we were going to have the capability, and the money was was sent out there to various God knows who's, to actually do, the ability that if if all of a sudden there was a hundred thousand people who got whacked with a dirty bomb in downtown Chicago, we could somehow house, hundred thousand people for th- six months someplace on an army base or wherever we could get them out of town, we paid for all this, Kevin. Money. Let's put it this way. Money was a portion for all this. I mean, if, if you went back to when I was a ute, working at the schools, and you had these stupid fallout shelters. I don't know if they were necessary, if they were a good idea or what. Every single one of them. I was in five schools. I, I was key personnel. You could walk into the room downstairs where the fallout shelter, there'd be 60 bunks, water for two weeks, wafers for two weeks, medical equipment. Where did all that go? I mean, even, even if we did that, we, we'd have room for sixty people in every school. For God's sake, I mean, we have no ability but, but to do don't. anything.
4: But we don't. So you are agreeing with me. We but, don't have but the capability why don't we? of absorbing all those people. We should have the capability of absorbing. Well, we're, or,
3: we're sure as hell paying enough people able in the to city.
4: Orderly guest worker. Pro- uh, we just uh,
3: hired. <laughs> we just have, when I say we, Chicago just hired this lady. She's night. She's you know whatever. She seems very nice. Her new job. She's the environmental protection lady. For pollution that's racially something something, oh,
4: I, raci- ra- uh, racially just pollution.
3: Okay. No, no, not right. Ra- no, it's it, it's affecting only black and Hispanic people. I, I I thought when I walked down the street and took a breath that I was breathing the same air as the black guy next to me, but evidently not. Evidently, it's only affecting him and not me. I don't know, we're, we're, but we we have all this stuff we anyway. But the other the the other one is does I mean, people who watch TV or whatever they do, they listen to God knows what. They either listen to CNBC or something crazy on the right. Uh, don't you realize there's like 7, 10 million people in this world that don't have a home, that are all over the place, that these places are bleep holes, a couple of which we've created, Iraq and a couple others. And, and, and out of all these people, Jordan should be able to absorb 20 million people, even though their, their population is, what, four, and we should get not one. Not one. I mean, I'm not, Kevin, I, mean, I don't like people pouring across the border. I don't like people getting dropped off on buses. But when you say they don't have any skills, we at least should have the ability to line them all up and talk to them. There might be a doctor in there. How would we even know? We don't ask. Right? I mean, I, I think you're probably right, but how do we know? I mean, I, they're certainly capable of cleaning a park. Every one of our parks is dirty. Let's do something. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying we're, we're so totally unorganized. I, I
4: hear you. Are, are we, are we, Capable? Are you seeing any evidence right now that we are capable of absorbing these uh, this many people effectively? Well,
3: because we're incompetent. No, 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 no. Yeah. no,
4: no. Just answer that question. Okay,
3: please. but I'm saying we because the mayor in the city is not capable. It doesn't mean that somebody couldn't be capable. So. But, okay, I, I'm you know I, what I'm, I'm saying is because. It, the, like the the all the suburban places are now saying, we don't even we can't even handle ten people. We're not capable. Well, get capable. I mean, it's, it's something. I'm not capable of, of of shoveling my walk. Get a shovel. Get capable. You know, what I'm saying there's, there's a middle ground here. I agree with you, but my my point is there. There's a there's a there's a disparate part of this. I don't want, you know, I don't want homeless people in my neighborhood. Okay, yet. One of the homeless guys, he's been shoveling snow, taking care of people's houses now, for the ten years, the last ten years, and he gets a few bucks from everybody. Guess what? He's not homeless anymore. He's got an apartment. He's got a girlfriend, right? So, there, there's there there are there is solutions in this now. Whether you know who you know, who the hell knows what what uh, you know. I mean, I, but the fa- you know what I'm saying is the, there the fa- are
4: solutions, Tom. There are solutions that cost money, so we have to apportion money for it, which we which we don't have because we've wasted it on everything else. But there's there's a lot of layers to this. I think we both agree to that. But right now, we've you know we have just uh, you know what did Biden say during the campaign? He would encourage people to surge to the border his words.
3: Well, we encourage I encourage them to surge to the border. You can't
4: handle a surge to the I, border. I, I, what I'm You're saying not is, in position to handle it, and it, what it did, initially, is it put incredible strain on the border states, and they've now responded by saying, hey, we'll give you I, a ride north.
3: I'm saying, with, without having the brains or the, or the influence of either one of us, or the mayor of Chicago, to, to deal with that. it's It's above our pay grade. But the mayor of Chicago ought to be able to handle the 50 people in the place near me, where everybody looks like they're able-bodied, I don't see anybody drinking. I don't see anybody smoking dope. I don't see any drugs going on outside. I see half of them looking for a job over at the Home Depot. We ought to be able to handle that. Is what I'm saying. Now whether you know, there's a, I I can't handle the border thing. I can't stop the the, loo- the loser that's the that's is, is trying to run Venezuela and chasing everybody the hell out of there. I don't I don't think I don't think we're capable of dealing with that. I know I'm not. But if I'm mayor, I sure as hell can find these people a job if I want one. That if there's fifty, you know, a hundred people there, or two hundred, or five hundred.
4: Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, either uh, either we don't have a good enough mayor in Chicago, which I would salute. Yeah. Uh, or um, uh, or apparently we are not capable of it. Um, well, you know, take your pick. But we're we're one or the other. We're either incapable.
3: Uh, well, what or, happens, in, uh,
4: or we're or we're incompetent, but both are good reasons to not w- uh, just wave millions of people across the border.
3: But the difference is, if I'm incapable of managing somebody's money, I would encourage you to find somebody else. But I, but I am capable, and I'm pretty good at it. Uh, if I am not the quarterback you want, I think you and I would be fired today if we're trying to be a quarterback, right? Or even maybe a first baseman in softball. But yeah, that, well, that's the way the world is. Yet we we elect these people that are incompetent, and they and they they surround themselves with people that do nothing. They're just another, you know, buddy hire or something. That, anybody put in an eight-hour... I mean, I I would show up... Kevin, what, I mean, what do you need? I'm telling you, just a place by me. What do you need? You need uh, a hospital van. We need, we need somebody there who can speak the language. By the way, what were you in the old country? I was just a laborer. Okay, I didn't do anything. Uh, maybe. By the way, I was a nurse. Well, I was a carpenter. Do we, do we even know what we're dealing with? I mean... I mean, we should, after eight weeks, shouldn't we, or ten if weeks? Somebody, or...
4: If somebody was the carpenter in the old country, then why aren't they working as a carpenter?
3: Well, because they're standing out in front of this place, and nobody will hire them.
4: Why aren't they working as a carpenter where they were?
3: Uh, I, I would think, I don't, I don't as, as an American, I can't even imagine what it would take, if I had a family, to take my family and basically, I and mean, this is not everybody, because there's a lot of people got here other ways, and I'm sure some people aren't the best, not a lot of these people somehow walked or somehow traveled
4: not walking thousands of miles. Uh
3: they got here that that's a trek. There're a lot of people and our and our, our grandparents sat in steerage in some boat for t- 20 days coming across the Atlantic. For anybody to have the balls to do that things must have been pretty bad in the old country. Just saying.
4: Or, or they're thinking they're going to make more money here. Uh you could be an economic refugee who is is just here for the economic opportunity.
3: I, if if you if you're, if you have a family and friends in a place and you're able to be sheltered and you have food. And by the way,
4: most most people are uh, by far the highest percentage of people coming in are single men in their twenties.
3: Right, I'm just uh, uh, economic so opportunity.
4: We aren't having that many families hauled in here. Well, when there, my, are no, there are a number of people who ship kids. They just pay. They pay uh, people to transport kids here.
3: My, uh my, my, my Irish side. I understand there were like eleven brothers that showed up. They were all at the age of whatever. How many? It must have been at least been a nine months times eleven spread on it. <laughs> you would you would think it would take at least nine months for for all the brothers, eh? But uh, I, you know. I'm just saying, Kevin, if, if you... Tom, ha- you seem to be trying to
4: make a case for this being okay. I, I, no, I'm not.
3: No, I'm not. I'm absolutely not trying to make a case of the Venezuelan government being being a bunch of idiots. I'm not, I'm not making a case for people pouring across a border, swimming across a river. I'm not making a case for that at all. But I'm saying, now that you're here, what are we going to do? Are we going to let you stand on the street all day? Or are you looking for a job? Let's get a job. I'm saying there's different levels to this. Should, should you have run down the block in front of my place... And fell and cut your knee. Well, no, but now that it's cut, here's a bandage, is all I'm saying. Yeah,
4: I'm not making a lot of sense out of that.
3: No, okay. So we don't like what's going on in the river, so we should, these people down a mile from my house, we just let them stand out there every morning, even if there's jobs available and they want to work. Somebody finally.
4: I'm still not following. So you're sitting here saying we've got people standing in line waiting for jobs can't find jobs and and yet we're waving them into the country why does that I didn't mean? say
3: we're waving them I, I didn't agree with oh, that. you
4: yeah, that's exactly what we're doing
3: okay let's let's torture everybody up here let's hang everybody up here oh, come that on, way they, that way that way they won't Nobody you're
4: jumping to torture you're jumping from that to torture
3: you you're, you're, you're talking about ignoring that's, everybody that's, what's the difference
4: that's obnoxious
3: we're, we're, we're now we're ignoring everybody what what are what are, what are we're not
4: are, ignoring everybody? <laughs>
3: we, right, what, what you, right, what's your plan?
4: where we can't handle. Right, what, what,
3: what's your plan for the two hundred people in the building by me? What's your plan?
4: My plan would have been to not just open the border and let. Okay, them in the okay. Place. The plan
3: is it's too late for they shouldn't be here. Now they're here.
4: Okay. Now what are you going
3: to do? I'm asking you.
4: Well, I I think the first thing you have to do is provide a safe place to live you have to provide food and then if you can start figuring out what skills you have and wh- how you deploy them that might make sense except that uh they don't have a legal right to work in this country so you got another you got to overcome that obstacle by the way well. somebody
3: i think just did that in chicago there's somebody somebody got like 500 people right to work i don't know how they yeah. did it but they did
4: and uh, and then if you have the jobs available yeah go ahead but You know the problem is all of none of that's been addressed. The the stupidity of the whole thing is to just say we don't have any infrastructure to handle this. Come on in,
3: Uh,
4: and that's just stupid.
3: I I don't disagree, but I'm saying it's a multi. We'll have all kinds of chance to talk about this because it's not going away. (laughs) Kevin, thank you. By the way, uh, who do you uh, who do you like this weekend?
4: You know what? I don't have a clue either. Game. I, I guess if I had to pick, I'd pick the home teams. But, uh, um, but, uh, but in general, um, you know, I, I I don't really have a, a feel for either of them.
3: I uh, I've seen well early in the year, I thought nobody could beat Philadelphia. Then I thought when they kind of had some injuries and stuff, and they kind of went downhill. Then I thought nobody could beat San Fran. Then they had a rough patch. Right now, I I don't know when I've seen a team more complete as, than this Baltimore team, except. Well, if I say that they'll probably get hammered, but I, I I think they're totally complete. I mean, offense and defense. I you know doesn't mean a win, but boy, I I don't know if anybody who – does anybody really want to play them.
4: Uh, I doubt it. I tend to doubt it. But you know, I, look at Kansas City. They have to believe that they can find a way to win because they've done it so many times. So you know, they I I, I think they'll go into it. Feel you know, could Kansas City beat them? Yeah. Could Kansas City lose by 21 points? I suppose that's possible too. I, I would. I don't think Baltimore will be beaten by
3: 21
0: points. No, so that's
3: sure. My my bet is if you if you rolled all 22 starters on each team onto a practice field, that uh, um, 15 of them would come out Baltimore players. I think that's how good they are, especially on defense.
4: Yeah, I have to go take it apart and see. But yeah, you, you may be right.
3: But uh, that doesn't mean Mahomes still has that something about him, and uh, and he's got some people. Yeah,
4: if he, if he if this could this could be the ult- that game could be the ultimate backyard football game.
3: Yeah, I I just think if you can run on with,
4: quarter, with both quarterbacks. You, it could you be a, that'll be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, yeah, but you can, you can run on Kansas City. I don't think you can run on Baltimore. So Mahomes has to be better than the other guy. And we'll see. That's that's what makes it a game. Your buddy Howard Cosell. That's why you play the game, right?
4: That's why you play the game.
3: <laughs> S&P futures down four and as S&P futures down four and as down sixty. I'll be right back, Mr. Carl Denninger. Break, break,
0: break, break, break.
1: And Is your business being challenged by the complexities surrounding healthcare reform or other matters related to human resources management? If so, then Cognos HR can help.
2: Stocks,
3: jocks stocks, and jocks,
2: stocks and jocks. You are out of control right here. Right
0: now. Right here. Right now. Right now. And I've been taking care of business. Every day, taking care of business. Every way I've been taking care of business. It's all mine. taking care of business
3: and working overtime world. Well no place, guys. I'm Tomara to with Greg Pampas on the board. SB Futures. Down three, Nazifridge is down fifty-eight. I'm pretty convinced we will uh, probably, since we have been, and in the day up, we'll see. Uh, do we have Mr. Carl? You do an interesting joust with uh, with Kevin, which is
2: always it's always good. Oh, to be uh, oh
3: I, I listen to the whole thing. But you know, it's I think,
2: Carl, when you have these, but, but but you know what, you guys are way too nice. Uh probably, and and uh, I'll give you my thirty-second take on this. Um. They all have to leave right now. Well, I think you got a lot of people agreeing, well, and, and, at- and I'll and I'll tell you why. And it and it's an economic argument. It's not a. It's not a. You're an evil blankety blank sob who hates immigrants. It's 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 not white power. Geez, you know you you white supremacist. That's a load of crap. Uh, no, it's it's an economic argument, and it's this. Uh, in fact, I have an article up on the the forum this morning um, all of what we're dealing with right now whether it be immigration whether it be the explosion in medical costs whether it be the craziness in the real estate market whether it be the stock market all of it comes down to the very same graph that I led with in my book and that is that you cannot ever Maintain an exponential growth pattern on a permanent forward basis, ever, and that's because the laws of mathematics and thermodynamics are not suggestions. And by the way, economics follows both people. And, and you know, I've been saying, I've been saying that for the thermodynamic angle and entropy. I've been saying that since I was running MCS. And it's absolutely true. And yet, nobody, nobody ever wants to go there because as soon as you do, this idea that there is this endless cornucopia evaporates like a fart in a church. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it,
3: that the, the, the growth pattern, if, if, you, if you monitor it properly, I mean, I mean you, you can have a, a seemingly endless growth pattern in a place like China because you're, you're, you're taking stuff essentially out of the butter system and putting it in the other system, so you're going to count stuff you never counted before.
2: Well, but, but, so, it, but it's not
3: endless. That, I'm saying it's not endless, but it, if you it, got a it billion... Looks that, got, it, yeah, it looks, looks that way, way for a long, a long, for time. A long
2: time. Right. And, and, oh, by the way, it looked that way for a long time after World War II because we were the only country that didn't get all of our manufacturing infrastructure blown to bits. Yeah. Okay, and so, I mean, the, the fact that you could do something for quite a long time... Doesn't mean that it's infinite. It just means that you can get away with it for a while. Okay, fine. But you had better, better figure out what you're going to do when that time expires. Okay, and you better do it in advance but because you, if you, you don't, you do you have, have. If
3: you have a, any kind of a growing population, and you have any any sort of improvements on anything. I mean, I've, I've always thought. I mean, I I, I don't think you disagree with me on this. Although you you like to disagree with me. Uh, if you look at just when you got you know 300 million people whatever we have 330 just the the maintenance and constant improvement of the housing stock in terms of energy efficiency and those kinds of things is is a is a is a you're not just making it new you're making it better that's that's we're not even doing that if we did that that's a job for a gazillion people
2: well except okay so so let's back up just a little bit on that because you're you're right, okay. But that's called productivity. Yeah. Okay. I mean that's that's the economic name for what you're talking about, and you're right in that productivity is, you know, at least appears to be at the outset um, sort of the the holy grail, right? In that it's a freebie. Uh, the problem is that. We know what that number is because we get it every you know every quarter. It, there's actually a report that comes out on that. Gee, go figure, right? There like there isn't yep. not everything else. Um, the problem with trying to base things on that is that yes, it's real, but who's supposed to get the benefit of that? Okay, think about that. How does how does productivity improvement happen? It happens because humans innovate, right? I mean, that's what we do. Yep, uh, it's, and, it's things, and things wear out. Well, things wear out, yeah. but what we replace them with, we hope is better, right. right? And but is it better? Okay, let's take a let's just take an example. What happens when you have a society that is built for it, it for and by people who have right side of the distribution IQs? All right, so over a hundred. Um, what historically... I mean, well, let's, let's just take airline pilots. I love this one. Um, in order to actually fly an aircraft in the U.S. military, which is where historically most airline pilots have come from. Yeah, not, until, not, not so much now, but yeah. No, but I, I said historically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Historically speaking, um, you know, up until the last you know, 10, 15 years most of them, and, and by the way, I could tell whether the guy was ex-Air Force or ex-Navy by how he landed because this was before he Otto You also landed. could tell
3: he, ta- he he's talked like Chuck Yeager if he was ex-Navy.
2: Well, but but the other thing is it was, uh, you know, I mean, there was... Nowadays, most of the planes actually can land themselves. If, if I showed you how to set the radios up in the ILS intercept, you could probably, with zero time, you could probably successfully land an aircraft. Okay, believe it or not. And you wouldn't die. Um... I could do it. I'm sure I could do it. You'd be nervous as hell. Well, but but I. Well, actually, the whole reason I know I could do it is I wouldn't have to do it other than stop it after it's on the ground. I, 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 okay, I, I'm going to say,
3: but but here's you, I'm going to say this is being crass. You'd have a diaper on your first time.
2: Well, I'm sure I would. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a new set of underwear. That's yes. for sure. But but the thing is, because because you know what you know what happens if you get it wrong, right? Oh yeah yeah so I mean there's no you know there's no doubt there but the thing is is the plane actually lands itself okay modern aircraft uh, in, on a modern cat 3 ILS they actually now without that I die you die everybody in the plane dies all right there's a great big fireball <laughs> Yeah, know, all, the, all that stuff right and maybe we take a building out or you know some cars on the road or whatever at the same time but the, but the point be, the point being this our our aviation system was built for people that build planes and people who fly planes that have an IQ of about 115 or better. And why is our aviation system one of the safest ways to get from one place to another never mind the fact that every now and then something does go wrong. Because the people are competent and oh by the way there's a responsibility aspect that people are
3: very aware of. of, of responsibility. I mean, well, they know
2: what happens if they get it wrong. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, I'm right, going to say I mean, that
3: bus drivers are way more focused than, than a regular person driving on
2: average. Well, you, you'd think, yeah, right? Because yeah. there's, there's 45 people behind you. Okay, so, but what have we just seen over the last few weeks? All right. It is now obvious, very obvious... By the photographs that are out there, by the way, the government does not want to talk about this, but they're going to have to because the NTSB is going to have to release a report. You know, because we had this door that magically disappeared in flight in an Alaska airplane, and and oh by the way, um, in order for that to happen physically, four, not one, not two, not three, four nuts, bolts, and cotter pins were not installed. Or due, no, to, due, to, due to stress
3: they were they somehow
2: loosened. No, Chief. With a cotter get get under your get under your suburban when you get home. Okay, get off shift. Get up get get under your suburban and take a look at the tie rod that goes to the steering knuckle.
3: Oh yeah, it's got a cotter pin in it.
2: It's got a cotter pin sure. in it. Why? Because if it comes off on you on the highway, your wheel folds back and you crash. Okay. Yeah. That's why the cotter pin's there. Because even though That joint, by the way, is a Morse taper. It's extremely strong. It will. That is the same joint, the same same general design that was used to hold the propellers on the shafts of my boat when I had my large boat. No key in there was necessary. Now it was there to locate it while you put it together. But if you actually put stress on that key, it would break the shaft because you're talking about 500 horsepower. Okay, so. No, the, the entire thing, in fact, my daughter's car sitting in the driveway, same joint on the cam to sprocket interface that holds that together. If that slips, the engine's destroyed because the valves hit the pistons. All right, so th- this is an extremely strong way of putting two mechanical things together that you need to be able to disassemble at some point in the future. All and right. the, okay. the whole reason the, the whole reason the cotter pin is there is just in case... <laughs> all right, my, my, my question
3: to you, and again, my, my background is years and years ago in Pullman and Railroad Cars and how if something is designed not quite right, you, do, you end up chasing the stress all over the place. Oh, yeah. And so my, my, uh, you're, what well, you're asking me to believe, and by the way, it, you could See, very See If I'm well not
2: asking you to believe it, I'm telling you they're not there, and the reason we know they're not there is because they have now, Alaska and United have now found... That in fact, these things are improperly torqued, not there. All right, all right, missing. All right, so
3: that that leads me to my next question. It's say, not one. I didn't didn't say. I'm ne- I never say you're wrong because you're never wrong. Which is well, oh, well no, once in a while, we all we all are. We all. But I'm saying my cons- my concern is I actually went and looked. I always look at things differently than other people. I don't know why. Actually, I don't. Actually, I look at them pretty close the way you do that. How scary is that? I actually looked and see and saw. How many parts are on a
2: 747-400? Oh, God.
3: <laughs> it's like, it's like 6.5 million.
2: Yeah. it's And uh, there's, three, it, and there's no. 3
3: million on a 777, so I'm going to say there's a million eight on a 737. Uh, it, what, what They're asking me to believe, and, and I know you're right because you've got the pictures to show it. How can I be anywhere near confident that of all those parts on that plane, only one drunk guy didn't put the stuff
2: on these four bolts
3: well that's
2: the well that's the exact problem right now here's now here's something that's come out just in the last couple of days Um, there are two different procedures at Boeing uh, for this particular kind of door slash plug whatever you want to call it one of them requires that a second level inspection be done if this thing is disturbed, that is, if the door is removed, there's no such requirement if it's "quote unquote" opened. Why would you ever? I thought it's behind a panel. You can't even see it. Uh, yeah, you'd be right about that. It is. I mean, like, there's a guy sitting there. You're not looking at the bolts, right? There's a, you know, plastic cover on it, like there is on everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean,
3: it's a door that. If you go over two hundred and some seats, you got to you got to have it as a door. other than that, you can cover right. up, right?
2: Right. It basically yeah. the reason the reason it's there in the design and is not permanently a door is that in that the regulations have a certain number of exit doors that have to be there for a certain density of passengers mm-hmm. because you have to, uh, Yeah, and and in some seat layouts that some airlines order, you have to have a door there, and in other airlines and other seat layouts, you don't. And so you know there's a if, if you have to have a door, then there has to be a slide you know do- yeah, all yeah. the usual oh, yeah. stuff right? Oh, yeah right, right, so I mean there's uh, you know it and and all that takes up some room, so if your seat density is lower uh then you don't need the expense of that extra hardware. you don't need that extra stuff that has to be maintained because you know the slide has the slide has a explosive charge in it that inflates it, so there's you know there's maintenance and stuff with this too, and so so all this. You know, all this is an option that, in some cases, has to be there for regulatory reasons. And uh, you well, know, you know, you God know if they're shipping,
3: you know if they're shipping them to Japan or China, they're stuffing way more in
2: torn seats in the thing. Well, yeah, but but my point is simply this, Chief. You have we have taken what used to be considered a pride of work. And a, and a high trust, high IQ society, and we tried to shoehorn people into it on basis of other than competence, because, because to a large degree, exactly what you and Kevin were arguing about, which is that we got all these people here, we don't know what to do with them. Oh, by the way, part of the reason the stock market is where it is, okay, that the, the, the S&P is trading near 5,000, the Dow is trading near 40,000, Part of the reason that that's the case is because virtually everybody, and I got I got into it on on Twitter slash X with somebody about this yesterday. Um, we've allowed corporations to violate, at least in spirit, if not in law, the labor regulations that everybody else has to play by. All right. So, you know, people ask me all the time, why didn't you set up another company after you sold MCS? and the answer is because this crap was starting even then yeah, so now it's now it's ridiculous this guy was out there sick he's got He says now of course you know who knows if he's lying because you know this is on Twitter right anybody could lie about anything uh, yeah. and on the internet no one knows you're really a dog um, how a real dog yeah. Wow but um, no no what he says he's got 47 people they're all on they're all remote they're all in the Philippines and places like this they're making five dollars an hour no taxes Okay, so his actual cost is five, and his entire payroll for the whole office is one point three million dollars a year. Now I extrapolate this back onto when I was running MCS. All right, and he's and he and he extrapolates this and says, "You run that office off U.S. labor with people in the U.S. workforce, and and this is a four or five million dollar payroll." And he's, yeah, that's about right. Okay, I mean that's no BS. That's about correct. Um, so he's so he's either a very good liar Or maybe he's telling the truth uh, So here's the problem If I set up a business Either I do that Or he kills me if he's a competitor Oh sure All right? I can't run an ethical company And compete the only, the in only, that world The only difference
3: is Boeing is acting like that And they're a monopolist
2: Well I understand that But you know what anyone that thinks that this is just in one place or a few companies or whatever, I'm going to tell you right now, I know factually that you're wrong, and I know how the big companies and not-so-big companies are doing it in the United States right now, in some cases with U.S. workers and in some cases overseas. I know what they're doing because I've seen it with my own eyes. I know people that are working for them in some cases, and we at, at these, these firms have figured out how to either ethically or or just ignore labor law regulations that I used to follow every single day when I ran my company? All right, now would I have loved to have taken two thirds of my expense line out of there from a balance sheet point? Oh, good God, yes. Well, <laughs> okay,
3: I don't. I don't. Uh, you know the idea that let's we'll, we'll put it this way: L- labor has been. The single biggest loser in the last 30 years of anybody around,
2: right? Well, Chief, I I get that. But here's the thing. Now you've got all these people that you've you've got 3 million people who have come into the United States illegally. Most of them are military-aged men, which Kevin brought up. That's accurate. Yes, there are some families. You have to have just enough women and children that people will cry if somebody starts trying to throw them out or, or even shoot them at the border. All right, you have to have just enough that the sympathy card can get played. All right, if it looks an awful lot like an invading army, however, it might be one. I, I don't. I'm not.
3: I'm not disagreeing. Trying not to disagree with anything you and Kevin are saying. I'm just saying, if you if you move the chessboard just a little and look at it from a slightly different angle, Uh, the conclusions are all different. Well, uh,
2: okay, but are they? Because
3: My issue is, since I drive by these guys every day, and I I see what's happening in my city that I used to love, and I see that it's 20% smaller than it used to be, and and the fact is if somebody brings a a factory in here, I don't know who the hell they're going to get really good workers in the place. And when you start talking about a place that loses 80,000 people in a couple of years span, and all of a sudden 4,000 show up, I, I, I don't know. You almost want to cheer rather than. I mean, I'm saying it's, I, I don't agree with anything that's going on at the border. I don't agree with you know all the other stuff that you and Kevin are talking about. And I'm with you, but I'm saying at the level here, how much. How much can you bitch about forty thousand people showing up when you just lost four hundred thousand chief you don't have the
2: money to pay for it in the and but the where where is
3: did. where does it all go? We have money to pay for everything that these guys uh,
2: want to buy i I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where it all goes okay you have you have multiple schools inside the city of Chicago that have five hundred pupil capacity and have fifteen people in them we have a couple
3: that have three thousand person capacity and we've got 400 in there.
2: I, I, yeah, and ge- and guess what? All but what of I'm the What I'm saying, staff, when you say there's no but, but Chief, money, Chief, there is, Chief, is money. But, Chief, yeah, you wasted it all. Yeah, well... It, you took a bunch of people... We're wasting it by the day. I understand that, but you wasted it all, and then... And this is the argument I used to have with my father. Okay, one of the reasons I didn't talk to him for a decade, all right? My daughter is crawling around on his carpet as a toddler. It's over the holiday, and he's going on about he's he's going to get his in Medicare and all these other benefits, oh, yeah. right? He's he's going to get his. He's just retired. He's going to get his. And I said, Dad, for the last 20 years, you've been voting for policies that have blown this money. You spent it already. It's gone. He's a CPA, for crying out loud. The man's not stupid. He doesn't believe in a magical money tree. He knows how all this stuff works. And, and well, but I'm getting mine because I deserve well, it. Well, that's... The, the problem, and, uh, and you know, and you know what I said. I said you you are telling me that you have a right to screw your own. No, once, what, he, what he's once saying is, line, what he's saying is
3: the, the fact that we overpay for an, an expressway is above his pay grade. Somebody's getting there. I mean, I mean, he, he, he should be in Chicago. What did Mike Royko say? Well, the, the, I, you know, the, the yeah. our, our motto is "I will." He said it should be "Where's mine."
2: well yeah exactly but you know what here's here's the problem with this okay so now this has been we've, we've got this belly of this curve and what's driven this on the political side it, it goes back to that first chart when you start doing this it feels like taking a line of coke and shoving it up your nose it feels great well yeah alright because there is a belly in these curves and it looks like you got a free lunch. You did not get a free Without lunch. Without a
3: doubt. Carl, if, right. I, if, I, if I drove you some through some of the crummy neighborhoods in the city, and uh, neighborhoods that you know I used to live in, uh, one thing you probably would notice, most people wouldn't, is that every corner now, you'll see them redoing the sidewalk and going out about four or five feet into the street and putting down paver bricks instead of the sidewalk. Yeah. I gotta believe it's the people they hire. It's got to be ten, twenty thousand dollars a corner. Why?
2: What? What, what are we doing?
3: And, and yet we're saying we don't have enough money to feed fifty people.
2: I mean, what, well, because yeah, it's because we we don't you know we don't care what the
3: mayor Daly and I, and I was a friend of mine. We well, haven't seen him in ages since he retired. But uh, he asked me. He decided to put all these uh, things in the middle of the streets with. Plants in them, like concrete things in the middle of the street, and uh, you know, like LaSalle Street and Eighty Seventh Street. I mean, well, you name the street, the, you know, the bigger thoroughfares. He says, "What do you think of my uh, planters and stuff?" Well, first of all, you got to water them. You know, you got right. to pipe it. Uh, you know, I
2: said, "Mayor, oh no, well, you know, this is one of the reasons they think that condo building collapsed in yeah. Florida is they put these planters in, but didn't bother to go go and redo the engineering."
3: Well, Although, whatever he. So I, I said to him, well, Mayor, to "Be honest with you." I tried to make a left turn on the south street. I almost got killed, so I'm not real happy with it. <laughs> he goes, really? I never thought about that. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? But, but somebody, he was a big fan of uh, of wrought iron. Every park had a, had a, you know, a real heavy-duty cyclone painted fence. that didn't look bad. They all got torn out and put wrought iron in it. You, you want to be the wrought iron guy. There, there, there's always money for what these guys want to do, and there's never
2: money for the stuff they don't want to do. Well yeah that's that's just kind of the way it all works, okay or and doesn't work or doesn't and well and th- but the thing is is that the reason they think they can get away with this is that curve because they can well for a while oh for, till till they're out of there and the next guy comes in well except now here we are and and they're out of there, and you know here we are so what do what do we have right now well one we of my guys quick
3: quick story one of my uh uh clients uh no, he's very, very big in the in the Orthodox Jewish community, right? Um, and of course, there's a lot of Jewish people down in in Miami, and uh, the mayor, who come who, who, the mayor of Miami, who somehow rammed the new stadium through. Uh, you know, where they didn't, they didn't need it. Uh, need is a is a is a term. I'm sure they felt they needed it. The big two re- retractable dome stadium, and they still don't have anybody there to go watch a game, right? Miami's mean, Miami's a horrible baseball town, so is Tampa. If they had one one team in Florida, it probably ought to be in Orlando, but it, you know, it, it's not for me to say. So, everybody's outraged at how much he spent on this thing, and he basically gets voted out of office. My buddy said he's still a guest every night where all the movers and shakers have the skyboxes. He's still a mover and a shaker. He's into politics. He knows where, he's given people so much money when he was in there. He's still he's still a celebrity. Yeah, because he gave he gave cities money, other people's money to some people. That that that's what they do, right? I mean, that's what they do. And I mean, I mean, I watched uh, my brother and I had a little, you know, discussion about the money supply turning up. Well, right. why why do you think, in my opinion, why do you think the market has run up the last eight weeks? Because some people are still getting the weekly numbers, and they know what's happening, and the rest of us don't get them anymore. I want to be on that list. How do I get on that list? I can't get on there. Neither can you. I mean, now, you, you can't tell me that the Fed has stopped calculating the numbers on a weekly basis. Well, of course they do, right. So now the question is, they're, they're not for everybody to get, they're for some people to get. Right. Well, that's interesting. SP Futures down 5, NASDA Futures down 65. Be right back, Stacks and Jacks.
4: Hey, Harry. Yeah, right. You know, we're sitting on 4 million pounds of fuel, one nuclear weapon, and a thing that has 270,000 moving parts built by the lowest bidder makes
2: you
3: feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. Stocks! Jocks! And stocks and jocks! You are out
2: of control! Right here! Right, now. right, here, right, now. right
3: now. Hello, this is Tom Harrell, the Chief. Confused about investing these days? I suspect you are not alone. Investing was never easy, although at times it may have seemed so. I think one reason behind the current concern, although maybe not explained as such, is how the fluctuation in the American dollar and the associated politics is affecting your investments and your wealth. It may not be enough to make some money in your investments. Loan more Stocks and i Greg Pappas on the board. Uh, personal income on the month was uh, plus 0.3%, which is where it was expected. I'm trying to find this PCE number. I didn't see it come by here, but see if you can find that, Greg, while I'm going through this. Uh, Speed futures down 8 NASDAQ futures down 86 uh, uh, NASDAQ doesn't like it, whatever whatever it is. Uh, they, I don't know what they expected. The Dow futures down 42 Over in Europe, we had rallies going on there. Uh, DAX up 37.2%, but they're nowhere near as high as they were. Uh, FTSE up 116, 1.5. They are. DAX is down some. Tech around up 166, 2.2. So they're they're up a lot higher than they were, but the DAX is not. It's kind of strange, but they're, they're all up. So bullish over there. Nikkei down 485, 1.4%. Hang Seng down 259, 1.6%. Back under 16,000. So much for the 500 billion the Chinese are going to pour into that market. Uh, Shanghai up 4, 29.10, but they're, at least they're back over 2,900. Yesterday, U.S. was... Uh, uh, Dow was up 242, S&P up 25, Nasdaq up 28. A lot of the Dow was due to uh, IBM was up like 18 dollars. Blew through the straddle three times. The straddle was like seven. It's unreal. Uh, bonds uh, unchanged at 4.14. The bond unchanged 2.29. Japan down three basis points, 0.72. We've got oil. Uh, well, it was creeping up, but it's up to 76.46. Even though it's down 90 cents today. Brent down 70 cents, 81. Uh, 73. That's skyrocketing here, but definitely not in the 71 range anymore. It's mid 70s. Uh, gold uh, up 590, 2023. Silver up seven cents, 23 bucks. Copper unchanged, 386. Bitcoin, which has been running up pretty heavy, was up 1600 last time we looked. Now it's up 1344. U.S. dollar uh, down sl- down slightly with the euro up to 1086, and the British pound uh, up to 127. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, oh, the 0.2% in December on the PCE. Uh, 2.9% from a year ago. However, I, I think, and we'll talk about this with Carl, I think they had the deflator on yesterday's GDP number at 2%. <laughs>
5: that's my only comment on uh, that. <laughs> 3% expected was yeah. the year-over-year year that came in
3: at 29 Well, that's because they knew what the expected was and came in 100. Bingo. What do you got for us, Trevi Weather Sports?
5: Uh, we've got about 37 degrees right now. It's a little damp. 41 today. Um, fog, occasional rain, and drizzles. Phoenix is 47, 67 uh, today, mostly sunny. Inbound Kennedy from Montrose, 16 minutes. Edens from Lake Cook is 30 minutes. Uh, Wolf, uh, inbound Ike from Wolf is 30 minutes. Ryan from 95th to the interchange, 46 minutes. That one's getting worse, though. Inbound Stevenson from 294 to the Ryan is 33 minutes. NHL, Coyotes lose in Tampa 3-6. to Hawks lose at Oilers 0-3. Bulls lose at Lakers. That was 132-141. Tennis, Yannick Sinner beats Djokovic, and Medvedev and Zverev are playing right now.
3: That's uh, Aussie Open.
5: And in NFL news, the Falcons hired Raheem Morris. That's so all I got, Chief. Back to you.
3: Carl, uh, I have a question. Kevin, when, when we're getting to the end of his segment. I got a bunch of questions. These numbers coming out here, but... Um, mention if somebody is really a carpenter in Venezuela and has a real income why would they move I I, I don't I cannot even imagine maybe you can help me I, I'm not saying you're, you grew up in the slums of Venezuela but I can't even imagine w- w- what would it like to be a doctor or a carpenter or an electrician in Venezuela when there essentially is no money how do you how do you store well, any kind
2: a, yeah, here's here's the problem, uh, and this is this is one of the biggest issues I have with people just saying, well, you know, we have to find a way to accommodate this and deal with it and you know bring assimilate these people into America. Uh, my answer is no. At the border, we'll hand you a rifle and a thousand rounds of ammunition, and send you back where you came from. Go solve your own problem in your own country, and then come talk to us, because all of this ultimately comes down to that. Right. All right. And if you allow people to just run away instead, they'll bring the very same political views and policies and cause But we do the that to
3: people here that showed up on the ship
2: from Ireland and get them guns and so say, go back, get rid of the Brits. Okay. I, I, now, wait a minute. Now, hold on a minute. If you came over here from Ireland on the ship and you went through Ellis Island... You're right. We didn't hand you a gun and say, "Go, go get rid of the Breads." We also didn't give you anything at all. Mm. You, you weren't entitled to anything, Chief. You didn't get free medical care. You didn't get free food. You didn't get you didn't get free you, you didn't get five thousand dollars, and then two grand a month to well, sit if, here if in you, America.
3: If if you get a job here the first day. You're you're already paying into Social
2: Security and everything else, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Chief, so explain something to me. All right. We we have just just look at the per capita numbers. All right. We have we have built a society, and again, it comes back to the graft that feels good when you start doing it. We have built a society where. You have a right to blah, whatever blah is. All right? That did not exist when the people who came over here on the boats, went through Ellis Island, when they were doing that, they knew full well they were coming with nothing but the clothes on their back. By the way... By the way, the whole world didn't have anything, so it was not a surprise. Well, big shock, right? Okay? But you either got out there and you busted your butt, or you literally starved. All right? And that's the way that's the way it was okay all right now you come into the country all right and and you take a take a look at the pictures of these people that are coming across and, and doing this all right how come they all have hundred dollar shoes on
3: uh, yeah, i yeah i don't you know i don't And
2: brand new backpacks and they all got cell phones and they all and, 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 and wait a minute they, these guys, and by the way they supposedly just got done walking through i'm, thousand I, I'm miles. sure
3: I'm sure that there is a, a whole boatload of stuff going on, and people maneuvering people here that they don't want there. But I'm just saying, how?
4: Uh, how uh, you uh, but you answer
3: my question. How exactly does anybody exist? And and, and as for why people don't revolt? I mean, this this the successful revolution that we orchestrated here. Were against? I'm not saying well, an awful lot of people died. I mean, I read I read April Morning right. That was the start of it, and uh. April morning was the uh, well, it was the book regarding the people who got shot in the lineup where they blocked the Brits in Concord, right or in Lexington, right. And the, the interesting part was the people, even though they had rifles up against the Brits, they didn't think it was going to be any,
2: come to anything. They weren't even loaded, were they? I side? Uh, some, it, it, well, yeah. the 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 beginning of it was, uh, you know, I mean, now once the Brits tried to retreat, uh, they got sniped at. Oh yeah, they got sniped at by everybody all, all the way back. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, the, the kid who was the hero in the book ended up taking out like three of them, didn't he, or something?
2: Well, there was one guy that that took out several. They bayoneted him like fifteen times, and he lived.
3: Yeah, it was a think about, think about that one. But I mean, you were you are pretty much, if you were a, a, a farmer hunter kind of guy, and, and had a had a musket, you were pretty much the equivalent of a soldier. I'm not so sure you can tell the people in Tiananmen Square against the tanks. It's up to you guys or the Iranians. How many people over there would like to revolt in that place? And good luck with that.
2: Well, here's but there's a there's a core there's a contrary element to that too, Chief, which is that you know we see we we have a bunch of people that run around and say, oh, you know these elites, they you know they they control the world, and there's nothing you can do about it. And the answer is, you know, Al Gore in his pals, his care the carries of the world and such. Yeah, they fly all over the world. They, you know, they love to you know wave their hand in the air and you know, hey, look at me, look at me. You need to stop driving your truck and you know things like this. Fine. Guess what? That plane has has you know four and a half million parts in it too, right? And one golf ball down the air intake of that engine while it's running and it's scrapped. Oh yeah. Now, by the way, how many people? of reasonably high level of skill and willingness to produce, you gotta have to make another engine once somebody does that. Right? And the answer is, oh what, ten or fifteen thousand? Well we we lost Well what if people say no? We're done with this. Oh you're not flying anywhere.
3: I I I still believe and I know and I'm not telling people what job they should have or not have. I mean it's not up to me to do, but I'm saying if, if you are going to take a city like Chicago, which was a massive... Manuf- and again, I, I would admit and apologize to the listeners that I'm Chicago-centric, but Chicago is a a city that is, is basically America, I think, f- for the last hundred and some years, or maybe several hundred years. And uh, when you have the idea of having... You just talked about, you know, after the war, we had this incredible growth. Well, I look at the rest of the world and I say... I don't see any nice houses, I don't see any washing machines, I don't see, I mean, Yemen looks like Europe after the
2: war, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and, and but you know what, um, and then all the Yemenis think that they should just come here to America because it's milk and honey and we got our hand well, out. Well,
3: I mean, a, lot, a lot of it is, we, we. there aren't very many places in the world that have a stable government. It is, well, as I, as it, ours I is, it.
2: it's pretty stable, Well, momentarily. For the, for for now, yeah, right now. By the way, that, that personal income and outlays number, all right, you want to know, uh, yeah, go, how, go through these numbers because
3: we we, we're coming yeah, back on the market.
2: Yeah, let's, we let's, can fight about
3: this other stuff, it's not going away next week.
2: Let's look at this for a minute, yeah. Um, okay, so DPI, disposable of personal income, and personal income, both up uh, 0.3, okay personal income is up up sixty billion is that DPI. Include,
3: that include wealth stuff or is that
2: actually just income no that's income okay so uh personal income up sixty billion disposable personal income up fifty one point eight so basically that's personal income minus the taxes essentially okay all right um, in other words, what can you spend is you know what's what's taken out before you ever get it is not disposable right so <laughs> for most people it's Probably pushing even if
3: you're not paying any income tax, you're probably pushing 25 percent if you have state tax and you've got right. Well, yeah.
2: and there's there's a bunch of distortions in here because and, and the biggest one being FICA and Medicare that they that if you're a W two employee, you are only counting half of it.
3: Right. All right. Which is BS. It's which all really the money is, you earn. It's all you because yeah, you earned. You, know, you earned it, but yeah.
2: but it's not on your stub, right? Right. Okay. So there you are. But here's... doubt dig this. PCE was up 0.7, 133.9, so 134 billion. All right, so in other words, I made another 50 cents, and I spent another dollar.
3: So the PCE is up more than the income. Double. Yeah. Okay, well, the, a
2: little bit more than double. All right, so... now. Okay, now just this, stop for this a quick second. Continue. You know my
3: numbers of the last four years: inflation's forty, and the increases are twenty. Every every time, when somebody somebody like you, any anybody who comes up with a calculation you just did, it comes out to the same number. People are about half as good on their income as they were in the inflation from four years ago. Oh,
2: gee, now. big shock, yeah. right now. Well, you, you and I know the, that
3: nobody else talks about it.
2: You, you want the real kick between the legs? Okay. <laughs> This is this is horrible. The within services, the largest contributors to the increase were financial services and insurance costs. All right. Well, you think the insurance
3: up, costs were were huge.
2: next one up, health care expense. Gee, I'm shocked. And recreation services, and the largest element in that component was gambling.
3: So that means people gambled more. The price, price doesn't go up. They just uh, gambled uh,
2: more. Yeah, they gambled more. Right. Within goods, the largest increases were motor vehicles and parts. Interesting. Other non durable goods. And the top line one there is prescription drugs. Without a doubt. I told you started and, about my battery, didn't I? And, and so here we are. Well, yeah, you need, a, you need a new battery for your truck. I, no, I mean, I, the, the,
3: the, I bought it from the same guy four years yeah, ago. Yeah, over, goes, it's twice what it was no, a couple oh, of years ago. Oh, no, no, Uh He, he said, I said, you know, I, I'm losing track of time as I age. He goes, it's almost four years to the day. That's how long they last. Especially yeah. if you had anything where it's been charged down and you had to charge it back up. If it's over three years old, that just kills them. I said, okay. I said, you know, it's 225, is a little bit a little bit rich. He goes. Four years ago, I remember I paid sixty nine dollars for the battery I sold you. Uh-huh. I,
2: I just paid one hundred eighty for this one. So yeah. that's what? That's oh, two and a half, two almost three times. Almost three times. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? In the last year and a half, I've had to change both of them because I, you know, I came out of Florida and up in Tennessee. It's a little bit less, but in Florida you get about three years, like it or not, because of the heat. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's well. It's, it. You know, chemical processes. The hotter it is, the more you get. Right. I remember. I mean, the remember the slogan, batteries.
3: Uh, die in the winter, but they're killed in the summer.
2: Yeah, and after and after about three years in Florida, they're junk. Okay, it doesn't matter how much money you spend on them; that's just the way it works. And it's it's better in Tennessee because we don't get as bad. Okay, but of course you find out that it's inadequate in the winter time when you go to turn the key and get a click. Yeah, and so but but I've had to change them both, and uh, yeah, they're double. They they're more than double, and I, it is what it is. All right. I mean, my daughters had to change the one in her truck, and, and, and you know the one in her car is getting a little long. Well, in the dance transmission.
3: Too. I don't. I don't want to ask him because I know he was so pissed. He had Mercedes. They wanted twenty five grand for a new transmission. For for a new transmission. I don't. Know, I don't know if he dumped the car. What he
2: did, but well, you know, th- well, there's all right. So the other thing, by the way, I don't know if you guys if if you've been paying attention to the, this from a specific company perspective. Um, you see what happened to Tesla yesterday? Yeah. Well, you know the reason they yeah, had a, they got we had a
3: client that was long I and mean, he wouldn't want to hedge it.
2: Ouch. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Elon is still still hasn't gone to jail for claiming he'd have full self driving ten years ago. Yeah. And and now he's saying, well, maybe in twenty twenty five. Hey, uh,
3: speaking of individual stocks, what did IBM say yesterday? That blew him three times through the straddle and at like a twelve percent move. I haven't seen that in IBM in years.
2: Well, so the, the IBM, so this is a kind of an interesting dichotomy because you know, IBM blew that way. Um, and now take a look at what happened to Intel. Intel, or, we also had a... Well, or it rather, what's going to happen to them this morning when it opens? Yeah, well, it's down five bucks. Yeah, it's down five bucks, but, the, but th- this is interesting because IBM, um, if, if you think about it... But that's are, like
3: 30% more than a straddle.
2: Well, and uh, yeah, and the thing is, is that here, here we are with, I mean, what does IBM, what what does IBM use? What do they put in everything they make? Right? <laughs> Intel processors. Hello, uh, Intel comes out and says, ah, not so good. Uh, down the toilet they go. IBM uh, sits there and blows the other direction. I, I suspect. That what set off IBM was probably the magic, the magic pixie dust words that has set off Nvidia, which is the somebody said the word AI.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which, which, by the way, um, when 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 the history's written on this, that is going to end up being one of the biggest schemes and scams. Worse, and, than worse than the cloud or China. Um, it is, it is going to be. When this comes apart, what it will do to the NASDAQ is going to be worse than the entire 2000 debacle.
3: Well, because it, it, NASDAQ is built not only on. AI, it's built on the cloud crap. It's built on everybody. Uh, yes, uh, but, ev- yeah.
2: but everybody now has taken from the cloud crap, and they've used the word AI and gotten another 20% or 25% of their price. There might
3: be a guy like me who says that the whole thing is up because the money supply goes up every frigging day, but that's another.
2: Well, and, and you know what? That works for a while, but eventually someone looks at this and says, "What we do? I'm paying 20 times sales. What are you smoking? Yeah,
3: well, I've got Netflix at seven times sales.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, in Netflix, well, it, it, you know, and the answer on that one—that's that's one of the most amusing changes of all—is you know, Netflix comes out with their results the other day, and and the answer is we stopped letting people steal. Yeah. Okay. Which is the which which is the impetus of this? So what this basically says is that in this that supposedly in this in this new economy um we were making all this money while we were basically letting people rob the store all right and when we stopped letting people rob the store um obviously that means our shrinkage you know loss goes down right <laughs> our, our profits go up uh, gee that's not very hard to figure out so uh, so what is this what but what does this say about the broader economy you st- you know we have all these people that make a big thing about the fact that, uh, you know, you got these food deserts because essentially uh, the, the people live in some areas of Chicago and other places think that they can walk in and just grab a pack of steaks and walk out the door. <laughs> and, That's and problem. That's problem. problem. Well, yeah, they don't pay for it, right? And, and eventually the the, the businesses say, um, you know what, we can't make any money doing this, and, and they shut down and they leave. Alright, um... Then you have the politicians that scream about how this is grossly unfair to people of color or whatever have you. Nobody ever says, how about if we start locking up the people that do the stealing?
3: Yeah, that, 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 that's not happening. That did you... I don't think you were on the day when... Was it Costco decided to close uh, like 10 stores countrywide or 15 or something? And the implication was that uh, they were closing the stores in the neighborhoods where they had all this criminal activity, as you're describing. So some person, I, I think I might have it here in my favorite someplace, I can't get it for a second. I was I was reading the next day, it was an article on CNBC regarding, it was a CNBC reporter, and they talked about the stores they closed in areas, one was in Oakland, one was, I don't know if there's one in Chicago, but there were a couple in New York, and they, and they talked about the other stores in the area that had way more uh, criminal events and they were talking about, they, they closed one in, uh, near downtown New York or someplace. I don't know. I, I don't know the addresses in New York. But there was one. It had, it had like, something like, uh, 200 criminal events or 400 last year at this store that they closed. There was another one that had 2,000. Yeah. That, that they were leaving them open. I mean, obviously that store must sell a hell of a lot of stuff. But I'm like, good Lord. I mean, there's a, there's a Target near me. And, uh. Uh, Pete and Jerry went there a couple times and got in fights in the parking lot because they're literally fighting for spots. Well, yeah. the one out in, uh, in uh, what the hell's the name of the city? I don't know, it's on, it's on Joliet Road in uh, LaGrange. Big, beautiful target. And uh, you go in there and I was asking the guy, I said, you know, w- that one by me seems like if, if they have a, a thing on Tide, the entire thing is clean. I've only been there a few times. And the guy says to me, oh yeah, that store is really something. I go, what do you mean? He goes... We go through essentially a semi and a half a day here. He goes, which makes us, you know, one of the top—not top stores, but we're on the upper level. He goes, those guys do like they could do like four semis a day. He goes, it's unbelievable. I'll bet they have all kinds of events there where you need a security guy or something, but they're not going to close that place.
2: (laughs) Well, that's but see, that's the thing is that it's you know it's all percentages, right, chief? I mean, if I'm you know if I'm selling a million dollars a day worth of merchandise and somebody steals, you know, three hundred bucks worth, I okay I don't like that they stole three hundred bucks worth, but I, yeah okay, if I'm selling ten grand worth of stuff a day and somebody steals a thousand, well now wait a minute, all right I, I'm not going to be around very long if I let that go on. Hey, uh, back to those numbers
3: because um, we you know you're our numbers guy. You Start talking about. Uh, how does somebody even determine the cost of health insurance when every policy is now different? The now, reason, reason why I ask this is I know uh, we've had a couple of listeners sent in, by the way, and you confirmed that the amount of deaths, plus just the people around me, I, uh, the, the amount of deaths in the last six months, last year, and ongoing this month, seem to be way higher than predicted. Whoever you know more about that than me but let's just say they're they're way higher than predicted
2: it's five five or six sigma buddy,
3: yeah well, what I'm saying, but you you know yeah. you are, are always talking about you know vaccines possibly being part of it but let, let, let's leave that alone for a while my what I'm hearing is the people that have the insurance policies that maybe they make a little more than the Obamacare thing help, but guys that are essentially getting if you're working as a Custodian in a building, or you do something, or you're working in a McDonald's, or God knows what you're. Where they, where they all of a sudden say they offer some insurance? What they, I don't know what a McDonald's does, but a lot of places now they're essentially saying they'll split it with you, and and they come up with a plan, uh, and and everybody you know probably, there a lot of them are Blue Cross, but they're not the Blue Cross that you know, you know you and I might have. Uh, I I was always under the impression I don't want to dig in anybody's plan and read it, but that you had. The the, uh, deductibles were going up and have been for a while to where somebody with not five grand to spare has a five thousand dollar and eight thousand dollar deductible. So, if if, you know, kid hurts their leg playing soccer, not if a bone's sticking out, I hope uh, the chances of them going to the emergency room in December it better be the bone better be sticking out, or the the wife better be really sick before you go anywhere. Uh, But now I'm sensing, uh, Carl not only is the deductible maybe has, I'll say stopped going up a little bit again I, I just talked to a few people but now all of a sudden you're on the hook for it was 10 now 15 now 20 sometimes 40% of the gross hospital bill and I I know of several people in my group that I talked to about this that have put off any kind of a, a trip to the hospital because of it and I wonder if that isn't becoming a factor now maybe even overtaking the vaccine thing because people are sitting there going i just can't afford it
2: they're not well there's yeah there's some of this i mean this is but this again goes back to this exponential curve right you have you you have all of all of these things end up in the same place uh you have something on the order of three or four million maybe as much as six depending on who you talk to and what numbers you choose to believe the people that have come into this country, uh, many of them have serious medical things going on. They, you know, this started down in Texas. You have uh, hospitals that that literally are being bankrupted by the fact that fifty percent of the people come in the door to have no money. They're not citizens, and yet the law says they have to be treated. And so, uh, who pays for that? Well, <laughs> take a guess, right? Um, People say that this is that you know, like in Chicago, you have you know Abbott has sent some buses up there, and you know the mayor's screaming. Okay, Um, fine. Except Chicago started this by essentially saying, "Well, you know, we're a sanctuary for whatever," and people came. Yeah, and and they came, uh, but they weren't. You know, look, if if you're living on the street somewhere, you know, you're you're a homeless person or whatever, or you you just you're you're not real interested in working. You are real interested in getting drunk or using drugs or whatever have you. Um, your per capita use of the medical system is probably ten right, times. Just for what, what it's yours. worth,
3: I've driven by the group by me probably 50 times now. I've not seen any alcohol. I've not seen a marijuana cigarette. I'm not standing in the crowd, but it is not obvious to me that these are bad people. matter of fact, half of them are running over to Home Depot parking lot looking for somebody to hire them for the day.
2: Well, it, it, okay, perhaps. However, they, they certainly don't have health insurance. Without a doubt. Okay. They also don't have any money. Okay. All right. So when they show up, we have designed a system in the United States. And by the way, this is unique to the United States that says, you show up, they're going to treat you, and that's the way it is. Now, the reason I know this is unique is I used to dive, used to scuba dive quite a bit when I was on vacation. I thought you places. said you used to dive. So how do you do that more than once? Uh, no, no, D-I-V-E. <laughs> there you go, that's better. Right, right. And, and, and there is a risk, no matter what kind of diving you do, if you're a scuba diver, that you will get the bends, you will screw up, something will go wrong, and you'll get bent. Okay, sometimes it's your fault, sometimes it's not your fault, but it can happen. And untreated, uh, it can kill you will produce permanent paralysis so when you if you have this happen you need treatment and you need it right now right you you cannot put this off you need a compression chamber right and by the way you can't get it in an airplane because that makes it worse because the altitude goes up (laughs) okay so so you can't fly home to get treated you need to be treated wherever you are today all right you go down to Cozumel and go diving down there in Mexico if you get bent, they will not treat you if you can't pay for it. Period. End of conversation. Oh, they yeah. don't care if you die. But the but it's the pr- the price is uh, less. Oh 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 no! Oh, oh maybe no not. no no! And if they can get money, maybe not. No, bring money. Okay, and a lot of it. And by the way, you're not going in the chamber until you can prove you you can pay. I get it. It's sort of, sort of like a, you pay pay up front.
3: You know you know and, you know who does that here? All right, like now people have have a. Have a Cosmetic surgery, shall we say.
2: Well, I understand that. But yeah. but here's the th- All right, Chief. So tell me again why it is that somebody who comes here illegally from Venezuela or Mexico or whatever have you okay, can walk into our hospital and immediately get treated. But if I'm down there and I'm diving and I get bent and I don't have medical insurance, I don't have, ins- I'm I don't not so have
3: sure I money. Ca- I'm not so sure I want to copy the uh, Venezuelan. Well,
2: I'm saying if I don't have either insurance or money, I'm going to die right there in front of the chamber looking at oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. All I mean,
3: right. One of my and yet my buddies in the building here is from Mexico. I mean he, well you know and the weird part, his his dad was up here enough to where he he qualifies for Medicare and yet he refuses to come up here.
2: Well I you know it's the thing is is that we we have built all of these these structures in our society. And it's not just here, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's in every single thing. It's in, in it's it is in education it is in housing, it is in all of these elements and all of them come back to the same basic thing and we have got to stop it. I would agree. By the way,
3: next week uh, let's go into some of these hospital costs versus variable variable versus fixed versus overhead, which I'm still pretty good at, I guess. Uh, I think it'll be enlightening for a lot of people. I mean, in terms of what people charge versus what people I wish I had Uh, a a doctor person, but I don't. So you and I are going to have to be it. Uh, SP futures unchanged. NASDAQ Futures down 54. We're coming back here a little bit. Again, the numbers seem to have not been horrible, and people seem to like them. Uh, Whether they're the real numbers or not, eh. you know, Carl went through a bunch of them. Uh, We'll talk next week, buddy. uh, Back on Monday, Stocks and Jocks. Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to securities.com PTI ProDirect Trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at PTIProDirect.com Nadex Offering an intuitive way to trade the financial markets. Visit Nadex.com HomeSource Realty Call Audrey Johnson at 708-349-3456 Hamzy Analytics Listen to Fari Hamzi every other Thursday and visit Cairo Med. Back or neck pain? Schedule a complimentary
5: consultation by calling 708-403-2727.
3: Dax Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1-800-821-4968.